0: He brightened the place up, and although his silly tricks and mucking around could get a little punishing at times, Davo always pulled his weight, never complained in earnest, and if ever anyone was sick or hung over from the drink, Davo would carry him without grumbling about it. Instead, he'd make a joke of the situation, always at the other person's expense, of course. In fact, they were all a fairly happy crew in that particular butcher shop. Dennis... The wiry-framed apprentice with his black hair and pimply face tried hard, although at times it looked as if he was walking around in his sleep. But that was mainly from football training. Dennis played league with Bondi United. He was a pretty good fullback for 17, and there was a fair chance he'd be playing first grade with Easts before he was 20. Out the back in the loading dock, having a quick puff on a cigarette while he sharpened his knives was Eddie Fuller, the shop's other butcher. Eddie, twenty-seven and married, was a country boy from Grafton and looked much like a bigger version of young Dennis, except that his arms were covered in the most ghastly display of tattoos imaginable. Chains round his wrists, spiders, Popeye, dogs piddling against tombstones. The first time Davo met Eddie, when the supermarket opened about two years previous, He'd nicknamed him Moving Pictures, after a popular rock band. But although the tattoos gave Eddie a tough, almost sinister appearance, a nicer, easier-going bloke you'd hardly wish to meet. Even the girls got on well together, with never any bitchiness, cattiness or backstabbing. Irene Van Heeden, the stocky, blonde head-meat-packer in the mid-forties, might have got a little stroppy now and then, but dutchy, as everyone called her because she was married to a Dutchman, only did this because she was responsible for all the meat that went out and had to keep the other girls in line. The only one that gave a bit of cheek now and then was Kathy Ferguson, mainly because Davo would stir her up and she still had a bit of a wild streak in her from spending six months in Malawa when she was 17 for supply and possession of LSD. But that was almost ten years ago, and Kathy, with her plain, rarely made-up face and spiky dark hair, was now engaged to a bass player in a moderately successful rock group and hoped to be married before Christmas. If Kathy gave the odd bit of lip, Marie Pappas, the young Greek girl, hardly said a word. Long black hair piled up on top of her head and eyes almost as dark as her hair, she looked like a typical Greek girl in her early twenties. Marie... And her Greek carpenter husband lived in the same block of units at Charing Cross as Christina Marianovich, the Yugoslavian girl who worked there. Though they rarely saw that much of each other outside of work. Solid but attractive, with two flaxen plaits hanging out from under her white work cap like some Viking maiden, Christina and her Australian panel beater husband kept pretty much to themselves. Mainly because Christina was three months pregnant which you would hardly notice except for a dramatic swelling in her breasts, which Dave certainly noticed every day, inch by increasing inch. Davo looked up from the rump and loin as Eddie returned from out the back and stood under the meat rail that led out to the loading dock, slowly stealing his boning knife, which he then tested by gingerly touching his thumb against the edge. "'All right, are they?' said Davo. <laughs> "'Skin a mouse,' replied Eddie, with a bit of a wink. "'Yeah? Well, how about a loner one? "'This bloody rump and loin's like a block of bloody wood.' Davo punched in frustration at the hard white fat. "'Fair dinkum, Len. You're going to have to turn the room down. "'This is ridiculous." "'Light a little fire in there,' smiled the manager, sarcastically, "'still without looking up from what he was doing. "'I'd like to light a fire under you, you red-headed clown.' replied Davo, still struggling with the almost rock-hard rump and loin. From where she was weighing meat on a set of scales, Kathy glanced up and started singing, Come on baby, light my fire. Davo gave her a filthy look but hints of laughter were creasing round his eyes. You don't have to go to Harold Park to find gigs, do you? he said. Eddie moved aside to let Dennis take the tray of mints over to the rollers, then opened the cool room door that faced onto the corridor. You want me to knock those pigs over, Len? The manager thought for a moment before answering.